Welcome to Super High Sci-Fi number 60. Welcome. Your guest host today is Dennis Wayne Schuler, god of all knowledge of sci-fi. Okay, anyway. Did we start? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's fine. Okay. So that's our that special great guest. great intro. Yeah, I know. He introduced himself, so that's our special guest. Special in every sense of the word. I'm special. Yeah, anyway. So we're going to talk about the... Today's going to be devoted mainly to the two films that were supposed to save the summer, but... Hey, quick news item. Well, it's, does it involve somebody small being dead? Uh, no, I was thinking something else I read this morning, actually. All right, Justin, let's go. SpaceX land another rocket. Yay. Yay. Okay, done. Oh, I was going to say Who's... Kenny Baker died. I was going to Yes, the, uh, the say... midget in R2-D2 died. Yeah, yeah rip, that's sad. Trash great voice. Man. I don't think he did the voice, but... What do you do, the mannerisms? I, I think he put the... Push the little buttons yeah, inside. He's in the fucking trash can. Oh. Spun the head. Yeah. Type stuff. Hmm. Stuck out the little lighter with the thumbs up. Oh, wait. Something no, to be known movie. for. No lighter. He didn't fly the rocket jets either around the battle droid factory. Was he in the original? Or not the original, the prequels? Is what I meant? Uh, I think so, but... Most of like the R2-D2 shit was CGI, so... Yeah, okay. This is the next iteration of uh, Star Wars at Disney getting good press thus far. Good press, That's but... what I read. Rogue One? Yeah, Rogue I, mean, One. I wanted to talk about that trailer, actually. Oh, shit, I forgot to watch that. Nothing... That's kind of a boring trailer, because okay. nothing really changes. It's just they put Darth Vader in at the end for three seconds. Oh, okay. Which, I, I guess, spoiler, Darth Vader was involved... With the Death Star. Luke, I'm your father. Oh, we don't have spoiler tags for that. But he doesn't say that. I thought you were a god of all sci-fi knowledge. I thought I'd just throw that in to see if nope. he just picked up on it. I don't think so. What does he actually say? Let's give you a pop quiz. I'm going to die. Nope. You're going to die. Nope. Is this your EVP? We are all going to die. Okay, well, I think we all came close to killing ourselves now watching we've... these two movies. Preview of a, you know, an episode of a haunting here. Why can't we do? Nope. Fill in the blank. Shut up. Walking Dead. Just shut oh up. man, the microphones just shut off. What what happened? <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> the whole channel dropped out. Wow. Yeah. Very strange. Spooky even. Ghost anti. No. But yeah, Kenny Baker's dead. Rogue One's trailer is. A trailer for Rogue One. Yeah, I, I don't. Was there anything new in that besides Darth Vader in his little cameo? Just, it, you know, stereotypical Asian people doing martial arts stuff against. Okay, Storm is Trooper. he the Jedi? That's what I didn't get. I don't understand. I was just going to ask though. Did they have like a Jedi that actually you know pulled out a lightsaber and like? Ooh. It no, was he, an Asian guy. He with, doesn't like, have a lightsaber. Yeah. He has like some staff or like a bow staff. Ooh. Yeah. And he's, he says, like, and with the Force, anything is possible or something like that. So is that the Jedi, or is he just a guy who's into the Force? I thought that guy was in the original trailers, though, because didn't they add the Jedi in But were the reshoots later? to make his character into a Jedi? Hmm. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Oh. Like, the rumors were? Yeah, I'm, well, the, the rumors were they were adding a Jedi, but maybe yeah. they just changed one of the existing characters. Just told him, come back. Hey, you come back. That'd make more sense than trying to shoehorn in someone. But maybe. I mean. Who knows, really? I mean, it's it, nothing new. Darth Vader was involved with the construction of the Death Star. I'm, massive spoilers. 
still the have one, the one new thing is that now they show that you know imperial star destroyers can go in the atmosphere oh yes yeah they never did that in the original trilogy probably was outside their technical limit yeah but in he case you were wondering it, yes just in case you were wondering you can check the wikipedia article for the exact atmospheric measurements but they can actually you know the wikipedia articles are pretty brief now you have to jump over to the legends tab to see like all the the big reams of information because for now, a lot of the minor stuff and minor characters yeah those are pretty minor like small articles now but yeah, it's it's kind of funny hopping over the Legends tab for like one of Darth Vader's lackeys or something. Yeah, you it's wanna... like, oh, he was sitting at a table with Darth Vader and, you know, A New Hope. And then switch over, it's like, you know, six pages long. Yeah, every asshole has a Side their own page type. now. Yeah. Like the guy who's walking away from the Emperor in Return of the Jedi when Luke and Darth Vader come out of the elevator. There's like the guy who's just walking away. He's got his whole big article about his entire life's history. I think maybe Wikipedia needs to be trimmed down a little bit. Yeah, maybe. It's still funny reading some of those articles. Yeah, no, it's funny. I, it's just but... like you pick a random character that you like didn't think you know was a big deal and like you go to their Legends tab and you can just like spend an hour and a half reading. It's like the Chris Chan wiki. There's always something to read, but the question is, do you want to? Uh, well, one of those I would always want to read on, and the other I would not. Okay. Fair point. Yawn. Can we move on? Okay, great segue. Anyway, let's keep talking about other stuff, because fuck you. <laughs> he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't like things he doesn't know about. That hurt. I mean, I could bring up some other shit, but I think this was something that happened like a week or two ago. That's old news. I know, right? Yep. Nope, just, you know, more people getting robbed playing Pokemon Go, standard fare. Oh, this was about that one company that you What is Pokemon Go? Ah. It's where you catch Pokemon with your cell phone. Yeah, so basically, it's it's a... This is for kids or adults? People, everyone who wants to play it. You could play it. Do people have lives? No, these people, by definition, do not have lives. That's what I thought. Yeah. Wow. The whole the whole point is in the original game, you on the Game Boy, you played like a Pokemon trainer. So you went out and you walked around, and you like got Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this thing basically just extends that to the real world. So it uses your iPhone's GPS to really position you in the real world, and then on your phone screen, it shows you. You know, wherever you are in the real world, you know, there are Pokemon on your screen that you can also capture and do stuff with. Wow. So, you know, people actually, they've got to go outside and to get the Pokemon now. It's a sad story that ends with retards going to the ghetto. and Right. So people have been getting into car crashes and what is it, like being robbed and stuff. Yeah, walking to into Pokemon. basically the ghetto area of town. Like, and two guys walked off a cliff looking yeah. for Pokemon. Is Just it? so buried in what's going on, they don't notice that they're going to be mugged or they're going to walk off a cliff or they're going to get hit by a car. Yes, it's Wasn't because... Pokemon big when you guys were in It never stopped. It, never, it, it, it got never big stopped. in the late 90s and it never stopped, I think. Yeah, it's I mean, just... it's had like waxes and wanes a little bit, but it's been pretty solid. Since... Now it's really big. Yeah, yeah I think, what's the downloads on that? Like, they have, like, 
10 million people like actively playing the game or something already yeah in, like three it's weeks they've made nuts. a quarter billion dollars in revenue so far yeah because you buy things in the game like you buy extra pokeballs and stuff and like power-ups and things for to help you get the pokemon right yeah wow yeah you still guys have, you still have those pokemon cards uh i have my binder yeah. somewhere yeah probably i know but, i know but i mean it's not like they're you know an original mickey mantle or something they made a few of them hmm. i don't yeah were there was there any real like you know people actually spent mm-hmm. like big money on rare pokemon cards or i just no i, mean, I think you can sell some of like the rare first edition ones for like you know 50 60 bucks maybe on ebay maybe more for some rare ones but it's but not like yeah. a, a big it's not deal. like a black lotus oh my god magic the gather that's the only magic the gathering card i know that's rare oh i thought you were saying a blue eyes white dragon oh that no what about uh pieces of exodia i don't know what that is oh okay never mind then all right so it's basically just like any kind of you know at least 15 year old item on ebay it can command like you know multi scores of dollars yeah it's cool cool wow you can make tens of dollars literally tens yeah well if it costs you like a dollar to buy the pack like back in the day and you're making 50 bucks off one card those packs weren't a dollar they were like two or three bucks i thought but you got like how many cards like 10 or 12 in there Uh, yeah yeah but only one was the The little little foil things yeah yeah, but you can spend that much money to make tens of dollars. Yes. Yes, you could. And but you it, only you had know, to store you, it for That business model requires knowledge of the future, so yeah. like you would have to have known. Or, or <laughs> my Beanie Babies are going to fucking hit gold soon. Alternatively, enough. you could yeah. spend hundreds of millions of dollars to make a movie that no one went to see. Ah. Oh. Ah. Segway. Speaking of a movie that... No one wants to see. Yeah. Yes. It's a segue. <laughs> Clark, he, go for it. He just gave a good segue I teed and it up. you like ruined it. Yeah, <laughs> you took a big dump on it. <laughs> I teed it up for you. No, I teed it up and then I didn't you, hear you. you. He teed it up and then you like whiffed it. And yeah, <laughs> you know what? We're, we're going to get you a sci-fi invention for Christmas called a hearing aid. He doesn't have headphones. He can't hear you that well. Right. He can't hear anyway. <laughs> You have an entire conversation with the guy, and it's like, what? What were you? Were you talking? Hey, hey, we doing Game of Thrones sometime, too? Isn't that sci-fi? Unless they have laser blasters. Um, there <laughs> are some theories that it is a post-apocalyptic world. Yes. Um, but I do not think it is sci-fi because it is very much okay, grounded you know in what? fantasy. What? And the, the theory of one of my college professors is that the Flintstones was a post-apocalyptic world. Of the Jetsons, yeah. Yeah, where people were trying to like imitate the Jetsons' lifestyle with dinosaurs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Ghostbusters was a horrible movie that yeah, lost no. Sony a lot of money. So much that I have to actually recant my statement last week. Not really recant it, but modify it because the sequel's canceled. Straight up, like, no Dead. rumor, like press release from Sony wait, wait, saying wait, like do a sequel thing. that piece of crap that we just watched they yeah, were did you watch the post credit scene in the movie where yeah. they said like oh Zool what's that so they were gonna set up a sequel and we were Ugh. lamenting that last week and so uh, here we go from the Hollywood Reporter confronted by a tepid box office for the reboot the studio <laughs> will instead focus on an animated spinoff um, so the sequel is unlikely thank a, god Seventy million dollar plus loss. Woohoo! Ooh! Yay! Ouch! Is that because they don't include the marketing budget in their the numbers they release? 
for what they spent on the movie. Yeah, because whatever Hollywood accounting, they're going to make money out of it. You mean who the person or the company? Company. Sony. Sony, Ooh. and uh, they kicked Ivan Reitman off of producing or directing it early on. You can read all of it in the hacked Sony emails that were leaked. Yeah. And you can read Paul Feig's original idea for the movie, which was Ghost Aliens. It sounded ten times worse than what we got. Do you think he wrote that while he was having one of his custom vests made? Well, he definitely wasn't concentrating enough on the movie. All I want to know is why Dan Aykroyd was executive producer. He invested in the movie. He like gave he put money up for the production budget. He wanted to make it. He was eager to make the sequel for years. Yeah, yeah. They like the sequel. And this passed his approval. That yeah, because of a movie we just watched. Harold Ramis died a few years ago. Oh yeah. So they realized that the only way they're ever going to make it now was if they just handed it off to somebody else. So Dan Aykroyd did because, I guess you know, wants to keep Ghostbusters relevant. So that's what they did. But they tried to make it for like 20 years. And apparently the story is that Bill Murray kept holding it up and that he was sent scripts and would put them in a paper shredder and mail them back to Aykroyd and uh, Harold Ramis and say nobody wants to watch fat guys run around trying to catch ghosts. Yeah, sounds like he was kind of done with it. Right. And so, then so also, why did he appear in it? Because they threatened him with Don't legal, jump on the story. Yeah. That's, that's another Jeez. great thing about this story, about the leaked Sony emails from the hack, is that you can see in there that they threatened Bill Murray and basically everybody else in the original cast with like legal action if they didn't get behind this and appear in cameos and shit like that, because what there's some obscure legal theory that they can use, right, to, sh- to say that like Bill Murray was adversely affecting like their... Who the knows? money they were going to make Karma, off of it. I have, I have no idea what they were going to argue, but the email just said they were going to hire an aggressive litigation firm to basically like mm. ruin his life. Yeah, so rather than be subjected to that, I guess he just caved in and appeared in the movie and went on the press tour where you can see him on uh, Conan, the press tour, where he's just like sitting there looking like he's like lamenting the whole thing and he, he must Yeah, the best part of that is like yeah. after the clip shows he just like <laughs> he's got has his head, his head in, his in his hands, yeah, and just like shaking his head and then like you know it's like, Oh the clip ended, I have to look, you know, happy again. And he and he gets asked like, Well why did you why'd you want to be in this movie? And he's like, Well, he seems like he's totally high and just making it up like I saw how funny, you know, these girls were and how can you say no, right? <laughs> How can you say no when fucking litigation is being shoved down my throat otherwise? Right. (laughs) It was pretty bad. It was bad. Oh, did I spoil the movie? Sorry. It was really good. No, you just hate women. It was really good. That's why. That's the thing that's right. That's what totally happened, though. I I thought that a couple people had a really good theory on that, is that they realized pretty early on that they had a shit movie, so they got the gift of having like, you know, point one percent of the commenters on YouTube like being, you know, pieces of shit like everybody on YouTube is. Yeah. And they took those comments and said, Hey, you know, out of two hundred thousand people, like, you know, ten people said these horrible things, so we're gonna market this as like some kind of counterculture feminist movie or something and that's that's what's gonna win us. And they deleted all the moderate comments, like, yeah, it doesn't look really that funny. Like, right, to make it look it. worse than it really was. So they, it was this interesting, uh, I don't want to call it, it's not traditional marketing, but it would be kind of 
it's crafting like a social media it's message like that they're trying to propaganda it's it's kind of you know they're trying to create the narrative <laughs> that that they put out this brave idea that a bunch of like basement drawing man children hated that was the whole kind of thing they were trying to sell right it's the equivalent of like you know guys in germany in like 1933 saying you know hey like these guys are responsible for all your problems. Let's go out there and no, go out I mean, there and it's, shut it's their mouths. Just a very selective interpretation of what happened, and I, I guess everybody bought it hook, line, and sinker because, well, at least the press did. Well, it, I mean, everybody who has the voice to influence bought it, mm-hmm. or literally well, some people was didn't, bought though. it. Like yeah. the Hollywood magazines who review things, they didn't buy it at all, and they were the first ones to savage it, which were the reviews that they gave were pretty funny. But I think that the variety circulation is probably lower than like the New York Times who had like three different editorials about how it's <clears> evidence <throat> of like internalized misogyny that women aren't flocking to see this. Right. Because there must there's like an agenda, I guess. Internalized and, misogyny, wow. Right. But yeah. the, the industry the industry trade publications or whatever. Yeah. They knew from the beginning like that it was shit. And they but I, mean, I don't it think a general. lot of people read those right. who aren't in the industry. Right. But everybody in the industry knew it was shit. So. Oh, I mean, hopefully everybody who sees Paul Feig now out at his, like, fitted manlet suit place to like, hey, you're an asshole. I mean, even Quentin Tarantino could probably spit on him now. Yeah, I mean, they should have had Quentin Tarantino do the Ghostbusters. Oh, God, no. No. That might have been better. They should have had fucking George Lucas do the Ghostbusters. That would have been better. Now, the actresses that played the four characters, they weren't bad. What movie did you watch? The storyline sucked. Did you did we watch the same movie? Yeah. They weren't bad. They I wouldn't call them funny, but they were not Okay, but that's bad. that's the point though. Is like they this was marketed as like a hilarious movie that you have to laugh at and oh man, this is proof that women can be really funny and this is great. Well, it's nothing and, to do with and women. They weren't funny at all. See, but that's so. the thing. It it doesn't have anything to do with women, you would think objectively, but that's what this whole controversy was about. It's like, "Oh, you don't think it's funny, you must hate women." Like that's the syllogism they're trying to create here. Well, that's a that's a that's a bridge too far. I just thought that the the screenplay there was no story. It wasn't interesting. The dialogue was forced. Right. That's that's what we're saying. That there was no there was no substance. So they had to create an artificial controversy. Yeah. Well, to sell the movie. Either. There was nothing to bring you into the yeah. theater. So they had to make something up. You know, what reminds me. It reminds me of an Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately, it, yes. People were saying, like, oh, it's a really long SNL sketch. No, it's, I think it's more like an Adam Sandler movie. With lazy writing, product tie-ins, and then, like, a conclusion that makes no sense at all. Yeah, it was like, you know, Pixels with a bigger budget. Yeah, pretty much. And they, yeah, they really totally comparison. didn't leverage the Thor guy. He was, like, the only, one of the only f- actual funny parts of the movie. Yeah, he was, but, but only... he could have been so much bigger. His part. Could have been much more funny, but he was funnier. the secretary. Yeah, but so the movie he, wasn't about yeah, him. The movie wasn't about him. Yeah, I know, but it should have been more about him because it was just bad movie. Bad. Well, I think all the actresses did a bad job except for Melissa McCarthy, only because she's playing the same character she plays in every movie, which is herself, and she's doing the same kind of comedy she does in every one of her movies, which is just basically slapstick. Like she gets like dropped off, you know, buildings and crap like that and get the Adam crap Sandler. out of her. Yeah. Adam Sandler stuff. Just like the funny, you know, physical comedy stuff. Like, that's what she knows how to do, and that's like the whole dimension of her character. Like, 
there's no coincidence that she got like the Ghostbuster brass knuckle thing that shoots like the oh like the, the ghosts you have to punch people with it yeah <laughs> or punch ghosts with right. it but the others I didn't think like everybody said like Leslie Jones was like a racist stereotype but I really didn't see that I just I the re- trailers really made it out right, to the, be the, like the that trailers, but once yeah. you actually watch the movie it's like oh literally only those parts those like two three parts in the trailers is what you know were the racist I mean the trailer was only missing like cornbread and watermelon it was right like, the, yeah I agree the trailer played up those things really, really well, I guess. <laughs> like saying I that mean, she's a stereotype. But yeah, she's a she's a big fat black woman who works for the government and is stupid. Yeah, but, but really, it's like you watch the movie. It's like, oh, the character isn't that bad. Yeah, she, and it's no. just like she's not great, but it's like she's not a bad character. She just same thing with Kristen Wiig's character. I just flat. Like, she wasn't really funny and. Like, yeah, she's kind of flat and just didn't really notice she was there. And I thought the worst one was Kate McKinnon. Just, oh, I liked her the best. No, I thought she was terrible because everything she did was just like some stupid like voice or impression. And it had no relation to what's going on in the movie. And Adam Sandler movie. Exactly. No, she was a demented, um, you know, like garage mechanic type. She was the stereotype. She was a retard. I liked her. I thought she was good. She was the only one that actually was funny. Beside the Thor guy. Really? See, she sounded like she was being put under for dental surgery to me. Like, oh, that's a really good logo. Why did they take a picture of that? So I don't get the... Help me here, because I remember watching, because I'm older, you guys watching the original with Bill Murray and, and crew, which was funny. Really funny. And then... Take me, what is it, 30 years later? The ghosts have returned? There's nothing to do with the old one. No. They, it, they erased the original movie continuity. Never happened. Right? Yeah, but the marshmallow guy shows up again. Yes, yeah, so that no, is it's all not, it's like not the marshmallow guy. That's, it's, Those are throwbacks. He's not, not the marshmallow guy. Oh, yes, he's we, a giant version of the Ghostbusters logo. But he looks like the marshmallow guy. He looks like the marshmallow guy. Right. But it's, that's not really the point. The point is that that doesn't matter because that never happened in this movie. This is like and the reason they ghosts did that show up now was because they said that they couldn't. They didn't want to have it so that the women in the movie just have to pick up stuff that men invented and then use that because somehow that was like misogynist. That well, was that's, that that's was the a reason they crazy gave. extreme. Yeah, it would have been a much better script that the ladies find out that the ghosts weren't actually extinguished by the men back in the original and. It plays off that. That would have been much more funnier. Or, like, have them seek out the old dude Ghostbusters and, like, they train the next generation of Ghostbusters and, like, or Bill Murray doesn't want yeah. anything to do with it. They could just write his character out as being, like, married to Sigourney Weaver's Just have character. it be like, you know, the Wolverine uh, in the new movies. Just be like, hey, Bill, what's up? Fuck off. All yeah. right, Bill, see ya. Like, just a cameo. <laughs> and how come Sigourney Weaver's only in the ending credits? Because we just we said that that they threatened all the original cast members. Yeah, I know that, but why didn't she get somewhat into the movie? Because I guess she's bankable enough that she can she tell them said, Screw I, it. to fuck off. I'm only doing like the ten second credit. cameo. Maybe she's made enough money in her life and she's good. That's what I mean. Like she she's she has satisfied. nothing to lose really. Yeah. Terrible movie. It's a hard movie to talk about because it sucks so bad. Well, no, it's just like it was so flat. There's like nothing to really talk about. Like the CGI was bad. The story was bad. Bad if it was there at all. 
I mean, the bad guy was just. He would. Did bad, he have much of motivation other than yes. like, rawr, I'm like a neckbeard in the basement. Yeah. Like he, the bad guy was a Ghostbusters fan of the original movies. That that's he's what he's seen like to me is like the bad guy is the the angry video game nerd. I'm not reviewing this movie. It's gonna suck. I'm a man child who lives in the basement. I'm weird. And I hate women. That's my motivation. I'm going to kill myself to become a ghost to stop these women because they don't have penises. I hate bitches. Wow. The reviews of this movie were, a lot of them were too harsh, I thought, because I read a lot of them. No, because they're all saying, like, you know, this is like a concerted attempt to destroy men and stuff like that. A lot of these reviews and, like, that it's an ugly, ugly, evil, radical feminist movie. I really didn't see much of that. Mostly what I saw was a completely boring movie. That's Yeah, like, that's what I saw. Like, yeah. I agree. Just like an upgraded version of Pixels is what I thought of this movie as. That's because it was like kind of the same movie almost. Like, ooh, like the ghosts show up and we have to like we have to fight the CGI. Yeah, I saw more of that like I Miss Andrews type stuff, I guess is what you would call it, in the, the obvious recuts they put in after the controversy. Like, where they look at the YouTube clip, and they've got the comment on there, like, ain't no bitch is going to be busting ghosts. That was obviously dropped back in. I'm pretty sure they dropped in some stuff. with. They dropped in a whole new ad with the, the uh, Chinese food guy being a weird asshole, and they blow up his bike for one of the commercials. But that's all marketing stuff. And saying when you watch the movie itself, it's just like, I, I really couldn't see any of that stuff that everybody was making so much hay about for all these months before the movie came out. I just saw a really boring, bad movie. Yeah, I think you got it. <clears throat> I think it felt like an endless Adam Sandler movie over yeah. and over and over again. And that's why it deserved to lose a lot of money, and thank God we're not getting a sequel, because that would be twice as boring, I'll bet, because they seem like they just wanted to take the plot from the first movie and redo it. Badly. Yeah. So they're going to take the plot from the they're second They're going to do it very bigly. Very bigly. Bigly? Yes. Is that a quote from some interview I missed? It's a word invented by Donald Trump. Oh, okay. <laughs> Who knows? Like his brain. It was a bigly loss. <laughs> Again, whatever. Not a politics podcast. I just like the word. That's not <laughs> It's funny. No, I was forestalling somebody else from bringing up a tired subject uh -uh, but the, like the thing though that like if anybody was going to accuse ghostbusters of being a misandrous movie was the very end where they they defeat the guy by shooting him in the the balls with their what proton packs or whatever whatever there are that's now that's how they kill him and also that just there's so many inconsistencies in this movie like they violate their the rules of their own universe a whole lot like they say like oh these these uh, proton guns are they're supposed to like immobilize the ghosts and they do that in the beginning but at the end of the movie they're using them to like kill the ghosts like yeah one, they just pop like balloons when they're being right. shot at the end like melissa mccarthy going like slap shot and you know killing ghosts one shotting them left and right and uh the what is it the the chipper the wood chipper thing that she sucks the dragon ghost into ghosts can't die they're already dead i don't get it <laughs> I was about to pass out and die. How come? Uh, how come Kristen Wiig didn't have a bigger part? 
her part. She was in the whole fucking movie. She was in the whole movie. She was, but she was like one her, of the main characters. Yeah, but her character was so... Bleh. Her character is the only one who has like a beginning to end arc in this movie. Like she starts out, she's trying to get her academic job yes. and like accepted academia. Yes. And she gets kicked out once they right. figure out she wrote the goofy book about All ghosts. Right. And then she becomes a ghostbuster, I guess, to survive, make money. I yeah, don't but, know. Uh, but her character was... Probably the least funny of all four of them. Yeah, but how does that have to like? You can have you can be a not funny character and still have an arc. Yeah, but in terms of an actress, she's probably the funniest of the four in real life. All right, a lot well, of the stuff she's done, she's so again, she's done this good. The, blame, blame the people who wrote the movie, Paul Feig and his writing. She should have had. She should have been more emphasized. Might have been a better movie. But they ad libbed a lot of this movie too, and I just don't think they did a good job. Like no, yeah, definitely not. Like a lot Horrible. of the comedy was definitely like improvised and. I think again, the only one who it works for is Melissa McCarthy because all she has to do is like jump on the floor and go like ah, I'm fan and like you know punch herself or whatever. Her head turns around sideways. Yep. What'd you guys score it out of a five? Zero. Justin. Uh, yeah, pretty close to zero. I gave it a one point five. I'm gonna give it a negative one. Wow, you guys are really harsh. Um, that could wrap around to the other side. Well, that's the base uh, low enough for the next movie. Are you saying it's a negative one? I mean, if your scale is zero to five uh-huh. and it's a negative one. Right. It'll go back to five. It'll go back to right. f- well, four. <laughs> I mean, but you're assuming five, that we yeah. have a closed set here. I'm saying that, like, this is five's the upper limit. There is no lower limit. Oh. Okay. Oh. This is like negative points well, as though. You have to have a lower limit. At negative infinity. Oh. Wow. Okay, what are we like four now? <laughs> no, I'm saying that's the lower limit. <laughs> okay, fine. I the thought zero was, was the lowest limit. Another was... thing I don't get is why they chose to use the bad guy they did instead of making uh, Charles Dance the villain of the movie because he was like in there for like five minute cameo when or he fires her. Maybe make him the Bill Murray guy who comes to the fire station and is like, you guys are retards and or the Chinese restaurant, you know, you're retards there and so no such thing as ghost. Oh, show me the ghost then. You know, you left Columbia, Kristen Wig. You threw away your career for this. Show me the ghost. Yeah, that would have been better too. Like like some connection for him in the movie besides just making that appearance as like the Chancellor or whatever at the university. I'm always for more Taiwan. Yeah, I think he would have been a really good villain. He actually could have had like a good, I guess, motivation. Like he's just trying to cover up like the existence of ghosts until he can control them or do whatever. That's why he kicked her out or something. I don't know, but it could have been something. Just not the guy who lives in the hotel basement. And I'm telling you, it's because he's like a creepy original Ghostbusters fan who like, oh, this is ruining my childhood. Yeah, but they wrote the movie before any of that shit happened. You, but if you read so. the, the leaked emails, you can see that they, they knew this was going to happen anyway. They kind of called their shot in this one. They knew this was going to wrestle people's jimmies a little bit. All right. Well, it's a deep six. We don't recommend a movie. It sucked. Yep. Nope. But anyway, the mayor is pretty funny. <clears throat> Yeah, I liked him. I did like Andy Garcia as the mayor, especially when she said, you know, the only funny joke that I I had in the movie that the only thing I laughed at in the movies where she's like, don't be like the mayor in Jaws. And he's like, don't ever compare me to the mayor in yeah. Jaws, ever. 
and how they know about the ghost, but they're like, you know, we're going to have to discredit you and, you know, go on TV and call you frauds and stuff. But by all means, keep doing what you're doing. We want to know. <laughs> well, the publicist, the SNL uh, lady, Cicely, I don't know. I, I think know. she plays in SNL as well, the, public, the publicist for the mirror. Okay. I don't really watch SNL, I don't know. Yeah, I'm almost positive that's her. She was actually good. Yeah, I, I think I laughed at that, and there might have been one other joke. In I laughed movie. at that, and I laughed at the Chris Hemsworth thing where he's trying to show him the logo and saying, like, oh, no, the hot dog's floating because a ghost yeah, is yeah, going to <laughs> It's like the, the clip art of the hot yeah. dog and the, uh, the... Over, like, the house, yeah. Yeah, and he's like, oh, you get it because the ghost is holding the hot dog. <laughs> you can't see it. Like, that was pretty funny, but I thought, yeah, I thought he was great. Or his glasses with no lenses in them. Yep. So you yeah. have to clean them. <laughs> so, yeah. Or how he covers his eyes when there's loud noises instead of his ears. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, the phone is in the fish tank, right? Yeah. And he, it's like, oh, that one, like right in front yeah, of the him. desk. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of awkward that they had that whole like dance scene set up. Well, well, yeah, it was just for the credits, which was kind of strange. It didn't appear in the the body of the movie because they were all just like in that. Pose. Yeah, I was like, why did they get posed like that? Is so what I was that, asking. That might have been funny. But then, yeah, they just cut out like a whole dance sequence yeah. that they had planned or something, and they threw it in the credits. Like that's what we up. mean. That would have yeah. been interesting. But yeah, right, I agree with you. Also, did you notice how they go from being? like mostly physically inactive academic people to they suddenly went to like marine boot camp and learned like martial arts by the last scene in the movie like the last big battle like they're doing like you know karate chops and jump kicks and crap and yeah i bought all that killing all the ghosts left and right with the you know their martial arts MC desperate times call for desperate measures but i mean that's like the same thing as pixels though it's adam sandler as the loser cable repair guard, the um, not cable repair, but uh, like Geek Squad type guy, and then the obese retard president who like feeds frosting to his wife, like by smearing it all over her face, literally a retard, learns how to like be an expert combat guy, punching the pixels things and shooting them, and oh, yeah, it was just like you know they had yeah zapper guns at the end this, of pixels this, and this yeah movie. the same thing, but like in pixels they're just sitting there pulling the trigger and Adam Sandler like you can just see the IV of like painkillers and he's just like Ugh. same thing with like the the proton guns and stuff at the the big battle at the end like they're just pointing things at a, a I don't know like a little ball on a stick that somebody's waving around in a green suit when also the ghosts they fight at the end like they're supposed to be like pirates or the like gangs of New York ghosts or I didn't. Understand I think just that. like all ghosts that of history that's happened in New York, kind of like they have you know pilgrims, they have you know gangs in New York, they have you know big tent circus things and whatnot. I don't know the the parade floats and balloon shit that I got. Mm-hmm. I understood where that came from because we saw it, but yeah, and their collection of ghosts at the end was. I I don't even know why not have alien ghosts from the crashed alien ship from Roswell. Why were those ghosts 20 feet tall? I thought ghosts were supposed to vaguely resemble their, you know, human likeness of, you know, somewhere between like five and six or seven feet tall. Why was Slimer in the movie other than to sell him more high sea drinks? I think you answered your own question. Uh, that's right. He was like the high sea spokesman. Yeah. Why yeah. was he? Why was he in but there? But they did. Didn't they? Aren't they selling the ectoplasm, whatever? Ecto cooler. Ecto cooler. Yeah, yeah. But it's got Slimer on it. 
He's in the movie for no reason. It's just like, oh, that's a fucked up looking ghost. Okay. I think is that it the is. same stuff that's at Nickelodeon? No. Slimer? That's Gak. Oh. Hmm. That's Gak. It's very different. How so? I think they just the cornstarch recipe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they use a different Good uh, green and different blue consistency. dye. Yeah. yeah. Got it. I think the thing that sums this movie up for me is the that picture on Twitter that came out a while ago of like the terminally ill kid who said that he, <laughs> oh, <laughs> that he wanted to, that he wanted to see the Ghostbusters, and then the women Ghostbusters show up and they're like, yeah, with like the photo op and the kids just like suffering in the background, just like God, get me out of here, it's like all <laughs> oh, the spawn camping photo, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just like. I just feel bad for that kid. I don't know if he, you know, pulled through or not, but that's just sad. Well, they all, you know, everybody goes to visit the children's hospital for the photo ops, but yeah, I think that would... Well, I mean, there's a difference between, like, there are some celebrities that just, like, do it in their free time and whatnot, and, like, not make a huge publicity stunt of it, and then other ones just like, oh, yeah, we need to come here for 15 minutes for our photo op. No, this was... What's your name, Timmy? Okay. This was, yeah, 100%. Paul Feig behind the photographer wrapping his arms around himself in his creepy skeleton man pose. Maybe he's a ghost. Maybe. I don't know. Make your kid smile. Make him smile. This wasn't supposed to pivot off the original. How come they used the same Ghostbuster theme? So they could try to trick people into seeing it. You're you're thinking of like the whole thing together. There's no original in the context of the movie, but outside for the marketing context, it's the same because they want people to come see it. Yeah, there well, are some weird kind of miscalculation things, in the movie. Like there's a bust of Egon at the university, but these are like subtle nods yeah. saying yeah. like, "Oh, Hale Ramis died and he was part of Ghostbusters." But I mean, Dan Aykroyd's driving a fucking cab. Bill Murray is a skeptic. Ernie Hudson directs a funeral home. I mean, if they still did this shit. When Harold Ramos was alive, he'd be like the manager at a subway or something. There's no connection to the original movie other than like, hey, do you remember this guy? Much like Adam Sandler, hey, it's Bob Barker. Yeah. Here you go. Probably. Just this movie, just, again, the kid, the terminally ill kid within the photo op, just suffering from the Ghostbusters showing up. (laughs) Yeah, I will say that a saving grace for this movie, two, two good things about it. One, the theater was just totally yours. Spread out, <laughs> put your feet up, lay down. Leg, leg room. Yeah, lay down on multiple rows. Change seats every five minutes just for fun. I mean, there's a lot of shit you, you can, can do. You can find the acoustic sweet spot in the yeah, studio. Yeah, hey, you can sit right in the middle and not have to bother anybody if you get up or if you need to leave to throw up or something. Yeah. It's perfect. And for people who don't want to pay to see it, that means that anybody could bring their huge HDTV camera in with you know like a deaf loop microphone and just set it down right in the middle of the theater and sit there all the lights on. And nobody would notice. Because it's just you and you and you. Yeah. It's like having your own private theater. Mm-hmm. It was like experiencing what what's it must it, be what's like. What's it done at the box office? Um, let me log on and check it out. Because you said the cost to make was 70 less, or no, no. that excludes no, market. No, no, it's, it's, se- it's like... 70 under now. Oh. The cost is 150-some million dollars to make and then an undisclosed amount to market it. Probably yeah. at least the same amount. At least the same. You're talking like a $200 million plus movie thing. Yeah. Let's see here. Wikipedia. 
Wikipedia? Wikipedia, not Wikipedia. Ghostbusters was an ancient Terran film. No. <laughs> Let's see here. Budget, 144. Box office combined worldwide, 183. So, so there's no fucking So it's closing in on making, maybe breaking even in the next like, month. And I read no. something, I'm not sure if this is correct or not. Uh, it's not being released in China, or it's not going to have like it a is huge not impact being in China. Released in China. Okay, Correct. Chinese people don't like ghosts because the government banned the film because it had it uh, something about like the whole Chinese hang up on ancestor worship and ghosts. Yeah, because mm. they're like killing ghosts left and right, and you're not supposed to disrespect your ancestors. Who knows? Okay, so they're not going to get any of that sweet, sweet Correct. Chinese market. Okay. I think I read an email from a Sony executive or a, a you know an anonymous quote to Variety or something that uh, it was three hundred million was the break even. So it's kind of petering out before it even gets two thirds of the way there. Which is why they canned the sequel. I'm guessing. Sucks for Sony. Hopefully, they get some of that sweet Spider-Man money. Yeah, that's all they have left. Which is interesting because I kind of the broader theme for today before we move to Star Trek, is that this is the worst summer ever for Hollywood, apparently, according to their own math. Well, if this is one of the tentpole movies, that's probably understandable. Yeah, just you have a, a spate of movies that were supposed to do big business and bomb. Pretty much only Disney had a decent summer. But. Yeah, it's, and that's probably because of the pet movie and Captain America. Well, I don't think Pet... I think Pet Movie was DreamWorks, but... No, no. Finding they had Dory. Finding oh, Dory. Finding Dory, yeah. I, I yeah. knew there was some kind of animal Pixar movie. Yeah. Oh, and the one about the... The Hawaiian? No, the or... rabbit who's the police officer. Zootopia. Oh, Z- yes. Was that this yeah. summer? Oh. That was like in the spring, and they kept yeah. running it because it kept pulling Making in money. money. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I thought there was another like Disney movie coming out here this late summer. Maybe it was fall. That was like a Hawaiian... A new IP with a Hawaiian princess type Is it movie. out yet? Maybe not, no. No, okay. I haven't heard anything no. about it, but, I mean, they're doing well because they had a couple movies that made money, but, uh, you know, DC has lost twice Did in suicide, a row. Is Suicide Squad making money? No. Overall? No. I read it had some, it had big box office. Yeah, I don't think it's going to make back as much money as they no. wanted it to. Because yeah, they, they gambled too much on Batman v Superman, lost, Suicide Squad's down, uh, Independence Day's down, Ghostbusters' down. What? Um, what else? I'm trying to think of other movies that we were promised were going to be epic win this summer. Star Trek, bro. Yeah, but that made money. <laughs> yeah, but a little. But it made enough. Yeah, it made enough to make another Star Trek. Right. <laughs> Is that the yeah. segue? I wish that they would stop playing that theme at the end of these movies. <laughs> yeah. It's just insulting. Yeah. Star Trek has made, uh, according to Wikipedia, $212 million box yeah, it office. A, it was not a bad movie. Against the it budget wasn't a of 185 Could have been better. When you pair it... Oh, I'm sure these two guys will argue this, but if you pair it up against the old Star Treks, I'm sure it doesn't hold you know, a candle to it. But as gate. far as like a shoot 'em up actiony movie summer ish type thing, it's like okay, well, it's an okay movie. No, see, I, I if we're if that's the standard too, I'm holding like shoot 'em up action movies. I'm holding it against like the high standards, like Die Hard and Lethal Weapon, and you know this movie. 
Not even close. Eh, I like some of the action <laughs> scenes in it, personally. Like, that's all I'll say about it. Like, like what? Which one? The one where it went... Or the one no, where it went... The... No, like the one scene where... Um, all the little guys were... Uh, Kirk was riding around on the motorcycle, distracting people and whatnot. So the one where it went... Yeah, that one. Oh, okay. Not the one where it went... <laughs> it wasn't Michael Bay-level explosions, okay? Like, it wasn't that bad. We gotta wreck the Enterprise. I'm gonna get you with my bees. Get them, bees. Hey, the bees were cool. <laughs> Oh no, the ship got blown up. Everyone, everything's exploding. Sulu. I guess you didn't quick. like that. You just hate bees. I don't understand why you can't understand how bees are supposed to work, man. You're I the like one them. who thinks bees can be a machine gun, okay? That was, uh, that was okay. It makes more sense than a person turning into a, you know, a hive of bees and then yeah, but combining the, back into a person. Yeah, like what if the bees just flew out of the machine gun really fast? No, okay. The machine gun <laughs> com- like takes, you know, a hundred some bees and then compresses it into the machine gun. It's not the bees just being fired out of the machine gun. Okay? Wow. You guys are getting too technical. This is a separate debate that's been going on for over a decade, but yes. anyway, the bees attacking the enterprise was actually a cool scene. Well let's back up. I want to play a game of Star Trek Mad Libs. Okay. This movie is about a noun bad guy who wants another bad noun things. revenge yeah revenge. right because somebody f- was mean to him right and that person was <laughs> starfleet there okay there you go so he solved the, the mad libs puzzle for jj star trek yeah. the bad, bad guy wants revenge and wants bad things to happen to the federation because starfleet was mean to him and then he's yeah. going to destroy it that's the yeah that's the story for all three <laughs> new star trek movies I'm so angry. I guess I didn't see the second one, so I'm not that tainted by the series yet. Yeah, the first one kind of like sucked. It was like pretty bland. The second and one was uh, second one was horrible. Benjamin um, Cumber Cumberbatch, Cumberbatch. Oh. alien guy was Khan. Yeah, and he wanted revenge because the Federation was mean to him. Oh, the Federation unfroze him, took his people hostage, and said they were going to kill them unless he designed super cool spaceships for them to fight Klingons with. They want him to design yeah. future spaceships, bearing in mind the fact that he was frozen like a hundred years before they even built a spaceship. So, just, yeah, the logic leap wasn't that good. Just curious because I am ignorant to the a lot of the original Star Trek mythos okay. and whatnot. Ooh. was there or is there wait, wait, a wait, Mad wait, Lib? Wait. Time out! Time out! Time out! How yes. can you be ignorant of the Star Trek? Because I only watch a little bit of. The next generation. Wait, wait, wait. You're, and you're a science fiction guy on this broadcast here? The Star Trek. <laughs> Sorry. My God, Justin. Hey. So disappointed. Actually, I would be the person that is least familiar with a lot of the sci-fi movies coming into this because... That's good, though. When we started this, I hadn't seen a lot of, you know, the Arnie movies that we had been reviewing. Like, I'd seen, like, you know, Terminator and whatnot, but, you know, I hadn't seen Running Man. I hadn't seen... Some other things I can't remember at the moment, but that we saw them. Jingle saw all the them. way. Jingle <laughs> all the way. Um, I actually never had seen Predator all the way through. I knew like the major plot points of Predator, but I never saw those. Jingle all the way was your Christmas suggestion. No, no, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. Yuck. Um, the Alien vs. Predator movies I hadn't seen before. Yeah, uh, I hadn't seen. 
like again like i'd seen bits and pieces of aliens and alien but i never like sat through and watched them all it was like a lot of the stuff that we watched that i watched early coming into this it's like mm. i wasn't big i wasn't that familiar with those movies but i knew them i knew they existed i knew the plot of it similar to how i know like oh like star trek like you are on the enterprise and you know you have captain kirk and spock and whatnot and they go on adventures down the planet and then they fight up they fight people and take the shirts off and whatnot what i was getting at pretty much is from the original star trek movies is there a mad lib you can play in a similar fashion to the there's really not actually no there's like a really loose one that Captain Kirk doesn't exactly follow his orders, which is where like the Captain Kirk's a crazy renegade meme comes from, but mm. not really. Okay, so yeah. Captain Kirk doesn't follow his orders while doing X and I mean, Y happens. Yeah, but that only really applies to two or three of the movies, so it's... Uh, the, yeah, like each one of the original films is kind of like it has a very different storyline from one another whereas it, it's not like the same thread like these three where it's like even bad guy wants revenge on federation there's like one movie like that in the original run but i think the originals all kind of follow the thread of captain kirk has to grow up and realize that you know it's no longer the 1960s yeah so to speak like he's old captain kirk now and maybe he's not Whereas in this one, nobody learns anything. anything. And they're proud of it. They're very <laughs> proud of that fact. <laughs> yeah. It's like the stereotype of the, you know, readings for fags, eagle ripping up the books. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, fuck you, alien man. I'm going to punch you in the face. But the motivation for the bad guys, so I wanted to bring up with the Mad Lib, keeps getting weaker. I didn't get it at all. I, I didn't, didn't get, get it either. I didn't get the bad guy himself at all. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't understand how he was like originally a Mako from the Star Trek Enterprise era, and they crash on this planet, and then somehow like he found a way to extend his life and like somehow turn into an alien, which they yes. never explain. Well, like well, I think it was yeah. somehow in the process of using you know the life extending thingy, Mabob or whatever the fuck it was, like it sort of transformed his features and whatnot into a more alien look. The life sucker outer? Yeah. But then, like, I don't get why he suddenly hated Starfleet, I guess. Like, maybe I missed that. The motivation keeps getting weaker, because in the first one, Eric Bana is really mad because Ambassador Spock blew up his home planet in his mind. He thinks he did. In his mind, by, you know, not doing the star exploder thing right. The red matter. Yeah. Yeah. So he's really mad about that. So that's understandable. It's a really shitty movie, but it's understandable. Second one, Khan's upset because Adam of Robocop is like, hey, I've got all your friends, and like, we're, I'm going to kill them if you don't help me. I told you I wasn't, but I am. Okay, I can see how that would make you upset. But now this guy is just like, I hate the Federation. I want revenge. I still, like... Because he crashed there, because that's like they, they told him to like, go there, and then so he crashed. The, the implied like, thing that I got from all the different lines together is that they had that ship, the the Franklin. The Franklin. It's going to call it the fuckface, but it's the Franklin. <laughs> the Franklin was built before Scott Bakula's Enterprise, which is a show you never watched, but no, it, it happened. Okay. No, it wasn't. It was it was built after because they talk about. No, they, talk, they say it's the first ship that does warp four. Maybe they just universe. got that. They just got that wrong, though, because then they also say that it had served in the Romulan War and the Zindi War. 
like he says that Idris Elba says that. So I just think Simon Pegg got his facts wrong and wrote the wrong warp in there. That's what it happened. No, I think it was built before that because they had other ships that were built before the Enterprise that were fighting and stuff. I mean, they did. They had other Starfleet ships. Go but back and watch the series. This is the first NX thing, and this is clearly the I same kind of I think that they, they probably just bumped that on purpose, because they do say it's like an earlier ship, and then he gets sucked through a wormhole or something and spat into the middle of a nebula and crashes, and then he's mad, because the Federation made him fly too far out. And All right, he, I disagree, but oh, it doesn't yeah. really matter because this whole movie is fucking stupid anyway. And like, whether or not it was built before or after the Enterprise thing was. Yeah, I just remembered his motivation because he's all angry because he had to go explore, you know, the reaches and he crashed. So now that other people are going to go try and explore the reaches, he's like, no, people shouldn't be exploring the reaches. Well, his motivation is like. crash too. It's like two different things. Like, they see the video of him and he's like, I'm upset because the Federation doesn't care about me no more. And, and he says, like, don't come out here. I'm going to be mean to you. Like, you were mean to me. And yeah, he's like an angry, like anti-government, like right. redneck with a shotgun. Don't tread like, on me, kind of thing. And then, and then he's saying like his other th- motivation then is he's saying like, oh, I have to make the Federation <laughs> stronger by making like you, you know, full of conflict. Unity is bad for you, so I have to like blow up your snow globe town. Which yeah, is it's really too bad dumb. that the characters don't get a good script one of these days. Because when you think about all the characters, they're actually really good. I like. Them. It makes you almost forget the original guys. Almost, but not quite. I think the actors the scripts, are good. The scripts suck. Oh, yeah. But they just have terrible, terrible, lackluster material that doesn't do any sort of justice to the original vision of the characters. It's okay to update them, but you, you got to have it be at least consistent with what's come before in some measurable sense. Yes, and there's none. Like Chris Pine, he's, he's a really good captain. I like his character. And the guy that plays Spock, um, what's his name? Zachary Quinto. Zachary, whatever his name is. He's, just he's a good it. Spock. Hearing aid. Miracle Bones hair. is good. You know, Bones, the guy that plays Bones has got it down. Uhura is really strong, good. Chekhov, rest in peace. He's a good, uh, good actor. Chekhov, don't buy a Jeep. And then That's Simon Pegg is good as don't buy Scotty. Jeep. But they need material. Because well, the plots are weak. That's Simon Pegg. Yeah, Simon Pegg is a writer or he wrote co-writer. This, yeah, wrote the script and said... Well, he needs to spend less all time the writing on Mission for Impossible these, than... for these new movies has been weak because the guys, although they profess otherwise, they're not Hacks. Star Trek fans. And they actually, I don't think they're actually good writers because you don't need to be a great Star Trek fan to be a good writer. Like, I think we were talking about the other week, Nicholas Meyer... Star Trek Two. the guy had never seen Star Trek or done anything with it before he did that. Well, how can you write when you haven't seen the originals? Because I think he had a good sense of storytelling. He just said Mm. that a guy who didn't see the movies did a good job and with no understanding of Star Trek. Yeah. It's just just a craft thing. I think the guys who are writing these movies now, they don't think of it like in a character development sense. They think of like, ooh, what gets us from this plot point to this plot point and, you know, keeps the butts in the seats. It's written like an action movie now. Right. It's written like a generic action movie, and they paste Star Trek branding on top of it. Like, you notice how they destroyed the Enterprise in all three fucking movies here? Yes. But now it's the Enterprise A. 
Which now. was, you know, and if you want to talk about a way that you're Not just before. like, you just piss on like all the points in this movie where they could have had some kind of emotional impact, like compare them like doing like the really fast cut of uh, the montage of building the new Enterprise in this movie to yeah. the original crew getting the new Enterprise in Star Trek Four. I mean, yeah, well, it just didn't little... mean anything in this movie. It's like, right. okay, it's all, we erased everything that happened. We got a new ship. It's the same thing. Don't worry about it. Just got an A there. Like, it, it, we didn't earn it. We didn't do plus, it. Plus, <laughs> the emotional plot points were never explored. Like uh, Kirk, you know, he's three years in his five-year mission, and he's tired. Or Spock and Uhura and that relationship he was ending. Or Ambassador Spock dying. They, they didn't develop any of that stuff. Well, to be fair, they can't develop the Ambassador Spock thing because he died he's before dead. they filmed but, this but movie. You could, you could take it a little bit further in terms of process, the emotions that the character is going through about deciding to go back to Vulcan to do the work of Ambassador Spock, but none of that was drawn out. Yeah, exactly, and that's why the, the first 20, 15, 20 minutes of this movie like get your hopes up and then it's a really crushing disappointment after that because the first 15 minutes they're actually like there's not guns and bombs and shit happening they're actually walking around the ship and contemplating like why they're doing the things they're doing and you know Kirk's saying like oh like shit like it's such a boring job or something not that I like that in the character I think that's totally inconsistent did that really get your hopes up it got my hopes up that it would be a more, more introspective movie than right. the At least other for the ones. first half before we saw all the parts that did from you the not, trailer. I, I kind of knew better at this point. Well, I, I guess I just wanted to believe because I don't want them to not make Star Trek movies anymore. Or you know, I just suppressed that impulse to believe in the movie because I knew I was going to get the rug pulled out from under me as soon as I bought into it. Oh, this is mildly interesting with characters. Nope. God blows something up. Well, look, if they had done that, though, like, I can disagree with, like, oh, that's bad for the character. Like, Kirk would never say, like, I want a desk job because this starship captain thing is monotonous, which is basically his argument in this movie. But if they had done that, at least I could say, well, you know, I disagree with it, but they have, uh, like, a definable, you know, story arc, emotional development for this character. Like, maybe he's going to learn something by the end, or... But it's like, oh... It really just seems like, oh, he, he, he thinks it's boring, then they get this adrenaline rush of his ship gets blown up and he has to save the crew again, so then he's back on board. It's, he's yeah. still a thrill seeker in the end. That's like then yeah. his whole thing, these whole three movies. They just set the, the egg timer from the beginning of the movie. As soon as they splash the title up there, 20 minutes, it's the absolute maximum outer limit for an explosion. Statistically impossible that one does not occur before that time. And I was right. They got right into it. They didn't waste any time. We're going to the, the Christmas ornament place, which is really stupid in and of itself, but it's this big station out in space that we built a big glass bubble around for no reason. And oh, look, Sulu's husband, because George Takei is gay. Spock and Uhura break up, and then bam, bees. Action. Fucking bees. Yeah, it was almost the emotional relationship stuff was a... Um throw away to get to the action yeah we've been never saying came, that for the last five minutes i know and then i never came around to it at the end either like everything is all perfect at the end it's just weird. yeah it's just like oh we hit the reset button just a missed really opportunity matter. once again bees. Bees. bees gotta get the bees on screen also very embarrassing where kirk is fighting in zero g idris elba and like the the gerbil maze thing 
<laughs> that's what that looked like. I was like, how does this thing vent? What a stupid atmosphere? flare. What a really, like, I'm going to drop a virus bomb thing. Yeah, I'm right. going to release the, I don't know, super space aids into the, the ventilation system. Right, and you notice how the villain in each one of these movies has a super weapon? Nero has, like, the the drill thing. With the red? Yeah, the red matter. Khan has the super-duper uh, USS Vengeance ship with all the, tri- the tricked-out stuff. The right? missiles, the long-range missiles. The, the long-range missiles, too. And then in this one, he has, like, the evil ancient virus weapon Again, thing. Again, it, it devolves. <laughs> it devolves yeah. because Eric Bana, angry Romulan, using his mining ship's laser for an improvised purpose because he captured Ambassador Spock's ship with the blow-up goo. This is an effective use of his resources. Khan built a ship out of nowhere in secret and didn't tell the movie about it. Okay. This one, he finds half of a fortune cookie, and he needs the other one to put it together to get the you know prize from Olmec. He wants the new bike. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, did he ever get it. He's going to throw it into the big fan thing that pumps the air through the entire station that's like the size of the moon. It's just this big fan thing. I'm going to throw it in the fan. Why can't you beam it into space? What would happen then? Why, why, what, what was preventing you from doing that? Was your big space station full of transporters? Nothing. Yeah, I don't, yeah, that's a good point. I didn't realize. Or like when they see some guy in a Starfleet uniform that clearly doesn't fit him, like walking through the crowd, like, like Frankenstein, like he was. Like the, the, somebody doesn't say, like, are you okay? And then... Or the end where Captain Kirk might get sucked into space. Or they didn't have data around to tell him it's blown. Sucked into space, and they could have beamed him out too, but they had to have like that moment where Spock grabs him. The cheesy, like, I'm falling. Oh no, I'm gonna grab your wrist. Okay. Yeah. Good. God, fucking. Not good. You know what? In the next Star Wars movie, I hope J.J. Abrams gets a door dropped in him, like right on his head. Well, he's just producing it. I know, but I hope he visits the set and is like, oh, Millennium Falcon, Lee, bend over and whack, dead, beheaded by a door. Quality of screenwriting will. Oh, it's Just pretty like telling. Harrison Ford did. It's pretty telling that the guy who directed this movie directed the Fast and Furious oh, franchise. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, you can just tell, like, everything from the motorbike chase scene where, like, they're transporting the... Okay, so actually what I didn't understand about that scene, okay? It starts out, and they get transported down to the planet on the motorbike, already moving. Yeah. Where did they start moving? Yes. Yeah. I know. I mean, yeah. they were already going like, you know, at Pretty least like fast. 30, 40 miles per hour. Yeah. Like, so you're saying on the little transporter pad that's like, you know, 10 feet wide, they got up to 30 miles per hour. Yes. Okay. Yes, yeah, it's a reverse transficable uh, gravitational force thrust. Stop asking questions. Actually, Justin. did that. That's what they Justin. want you to do. Eat my popcorn and Swedish fish. Yep. Eat your cool. He His motorcycle's got a smoke machine on it that makes crystals. Yes. But that's because the scavenger alien had uh, the little crystal thingy that trapped them. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But still, it's just like... What's her name? Jayla? Jaden? Like, Jayla. she doesn't do... Uh, well, also, cool character, <laughs> cool design. They really don't do anything with her. Like, she doesn't, she doesn't even get to defeat the guy who right. uh, killed her parents. She was and a they cool set character. I thought yeah. they'd take her on board. They did take her on. Yeah, they well, gave her a training. Training gave her into Starfleet or Star yeah, Academy. Whatever. Captain Kirk fudged the admission papers and got. So her maybe in. she'll be back. She was actually pretty good. 
Well, if they do bring her back, hope they do something with her because in this movie, basically all she did was save Scotty. That was like the one useful thing, and then they took over. They and just then took they, over from her. Like, she gave Kirk the smoke stuff, and then she beat up the guy from the Franklin on top of the thingy. It looked building. like he was beating her up most of the time. But and then, yeah. like, then she they, jumped there was, on the bike. Yeah. You know, there was no thing for her character, really. She didn't get, like, the... She didn't get justice. No, she's going to fuck Simon Pegg in the next movie. That, okay. that groundwork's being laid. And, you know, I like Zoe Saldana, but she didn't get to do anything in this movie at all, except listen to Idris Elba talk about Does like, anybody really get to do shit. anything? The only people who get to, really, like, really actually properly do something Spock are... Spock and Kirk. Yeah. Like, yeah. Bones is there to... He's just commenting on to, things to that cauterize Spock's wound, and yeah. Chekhov is there to push a couple buttons. I mean, Kirk doesn't actually need his help in any yeah. of the parts. Well, Chekhov does some stuff. He actually got a bigger role in this. But movie. he's not. I mean, well, he's dead now. But he's not like irreplaceable. Like right. it wasn't like oh, they're geez. gonna have to replace him now. Unfortunately, who are they gonna replace him with? I don't know. Oh, maybe the new girl. That's yeah. I guess they could. That would be a, an effective use of her, at least. Yeah, Justin Lin slides out from under Ann Yelchin's car after, like, cutting the brake lines and just skulks away into the night. Yeah. See you later. Test screen didn't like you. You're out now. I'm trying to inject some sort of interest into this because it's just... Uh, Sucked. Ghostbusters was like, it's a waste were, of time, but this movie is just... it. There were some nice, There were some nice nods that they did in this movie and tried to do as well, like we're... Bach pulls out the the picture of the original cast and crew. Yeah, I thought that was nice. That was cool. I like that. Mm -hmm. And that actually, I believe that that would actually propel him to change his mind about going to New Vulcan. Mm -hmm. That he said, "Oh, this was so. This was clearly the most important thing in Old Spock's life. So maybe he was on to something." I totally believe that. I thought that was pretty good. It's just the how we got from Spock sees that Ambassador Spock died and wants to go back to New Vulcan to I'm gonna stay on the ship. There wasn't there was nothing there was no in between. Like there was no development, like you said, of how he came to that realization. Just like Yeah, it didn't seem like he had any like, you know impactful moments on that planet. It was just like, oh miss running around with a giant wound in this my side. Right. And the same thing with Kirk, like Okay, so if you accept the premise that he thinks being a starship captain is boring all of a sudden and Which is really hard to right, accept. And then he and then he just decides he's gonna stay on board at the end of the movie. Well, the only conclusion you can come to is that he's only doing it because he likes thrill seeking. But then he gets to ride a motorcycle and shoot smoke out that turns into crystals, so now it's like, Oh, that was right. fun. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like like the real message seems to be, oh like being a starship captain, it's a lot of responsibility, and that gets boring. But oh shit, like I got to do all this cool stuff again. Right. Yeah, I'm it, staying on board. It remi- yeah, yeah. It, re- it reminded him of was like, oh okay, being a captain means I get to ride a motorcycle, which well, shows you that over three movies, his enough. character hasn't learned, learned jack nothing. shit. Because yeah. in the second movie, that's the reason why he gets the Enterprise taken away from him because he's such an irresponsible shithead. And now it's just like the same thing at the end. Like I figured out it was fun again because I got to blow shit up. Yeah, <laughs> it's awful. But it's the. That's why I don't like about these new movies, I guess, is that none of the characters really change. You know, uh, yeah. I, I get why Bones might not change, and I get why Spock might not change, because Spock's like 900, and Bones is, you know, at least 10 years older than Captain Kirk. But. 
Captain Kirk's like still a. He could have been accused of raping the exotic dancer in the Duke Lacrosse case. Like that's what he reminds me of. Like he's like a frat boy. <laughs> you know, like he's just like, oh, this is great. Like, oh, I'm in the academy. Yeah, I cheated on your test, Spock. Like, fuck you. Instead of like William. Instead What's of, going on over there? Something on your phone? That was transporting. Okay, instead of like William Shatner's Kirk, where you can tell like he was really rebellious, but he was tempered by command, but he still retains the ability to like jump beyond like just following the rules and stuff. I feel like this Kirk, it's like just everything feels unearned, and he's like a fucking jock who just like graduated into like a you know financial analyst position or something <laughs> you know <laughs> right he's the the guy who is a jock in high school and then like date rapes and people in college and gets a job on wall street yeah yeah that's the, like he just seems like you know he he got to the top which they, they the date in this movie is 2263 okay which means that he became captain like Incredibly super fast. No, he like, became captain in like, the first movie. Yeah, yeah. within a, a week of becoming yeah. a like a graduated cadet. Yeah, and so he's only been doing it still though for like a couple years basically, and it's already boring and you know, stuff. Uh, it's, yeah. Let me correct that statement actually, because Tyler Perry he's suspended at the beginning of the movie, and then Tyler Perry tells him you you graduated, and we're also making you captain. So he's promoted in about thirty seconds. From yeah. being an ensign to a captain, so that's it's got to be a record. And I've I've read some things where people were saying like, well, they would have to promote like new people out of the, the, you know, Starfleet Academy because their entire fleet got destroyed by Nero. So all their officers got killed. It's like maybe, but that's like, then if that's such a desperate situation, how come they kick him off in the the second movie? Uh, If that's the case, you take the people who are like teaching in the Academy and then you make them the captain and you make the new kids learn from them. Right. And clearly there's still a lot of high ranking officers around because Admiral Robocop was around in the second one and he's like supposed to be the greatest guy in the fleet, right? The greatest Admiral in history. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. surprised it didn't get Scott Bakula to come he has back. Yes, the secret fourth directive to destroy oh, the Klingons. It all relates back to the Corporal Might maneuver, Star Trek Episode Three. And that's a great example of how real Kirk <laughs> would do things versus positive power and new influence. Kirk. Yep. <laughs> We've seen the training seminar, but yeah, that's old Kirk, original Kirk, I guess knew how to bend the rules to his advantage. This new guy is just like, fuck it, whatever. My dad's on the board of trustees. I'm going to take a shit in the fountain. You can't do anything about it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it's that bad, Clark. Actually, I like Chris Pine. I think he's a... I think think he's he's a a likable actor. And he seems like a nice guy, but just his his Captain Kirk, like the hypercharged, fast and furious Captain Kirk, seems like an arrogant frat boy who knows that, like... Ah, fuck it, whatever. Nothing's really going to yeah, happen. Yeah, that's appealing to more to your generation. I think our generation needs to be appealed with better things. Yeah, but <laughs> half of our generation... I don't disagree with that. ...when confronted with the question, believes that World War II was fought between the United States and Russia, and Germany was on our side fighting the communists. How much? What percent? Half. Oh, God. So we're pretty fucking retarded, so don't I'd really... I'd like to see that study. I-D-I-O-T-S. Well, most, you know, there was a thing. I've never seen that before. As a sample question on, I think, a history exam, one of the standardized tests. Oh, really? One Justin, of the throwaway questions. Oh, Just Jesus. a couple months ago, there was 
a national survey that showed that most people in this country can't find the United States on a global map. It's tough. So, so the like, globe's really big, right? So you're in. You're a person <laughs> living in the U.S. and you can't find your own country. Not that the, we're not an enormous right. landmass, and you know, right. you can at least find like Florida. Like, oh yeah, that must be the rest of America. But I think that you know the bit like. Of course, this movie looks great. Like all the the visual stuff looks great, and I thought actually, from a visual standpoint, the destruction of the Enterprise by the bees was. <laughs> <laughs> See, it sounds retarded when yeah. you say it out loud. But it looked cool. It looked cool. Idris Elba uses space right. bees to take down the Enterprise for revenge, right? Because uh, they crashed his ship. You know, the I I thought the saucer crashing into the planet was. Uh, was kind of cool but not as cool as like when they've done that with other things in star trek where the enterprise d crashed into the planet since when's the saucer come off by the way that's new uh they well remember when the ship got fucked up in the second and into darkness they kind of like refitted it so mm-hmm. like there's some different things if you notice on the ship like i think yeah the, no the I, torpedo thing i, is I new. noticed that's different yeah. but like i guess they just borrowed that idea from the enterprise d I guess. I, maybe Ambassador Spock wrote an email saying, hey, do you know in about 100 years they're going to have saucers that come off? You should do that now. I got a question about one of the aliens in the movie. Which one? The one that was hiding the like ancient alien bee virus or whatever. Oh, in the face hugger head? Yeah, in the face hugger hair head thing. Yeah. Okay. Is that just out of the blue in this movie or is that like... It's a new alien. Yeah. Something established, face hugger head. No. Nope. Okay. Yeah, like the character designs are cool in this movie like all the visual stuff is pretty good in this movie besides the fact that the enterprise still looks like it was designed by apple which i never liked yeah i i'm not a big fan what of are you either. talking shit about apple for i did like the the cloaking technology that uh, stranded woman there had figured out oh yeah to hide the franklin that was yeah. neat like some of the technical stuff yeah it was cool or her hologram thing she used to like troll the was that a hol- I don't understand what that was when she rescued Scotty. Was that supposed to be like a hologram that distracted the other guys so she could hit them with the stick or what? Uh, yeah, I think it was. Okay, that's what it seemed like to me. That was clever. It was, it was like some kind of flashbang thing that she used. But all of it is in service of just like this guy wants revenge because the Federation made him fly a ship a little too far for his liking. He ran right. out of chicken tendies or something. Oh, some mm-hmm. other some other plot points they, they or scenes they copied from the other movies, like where the Enterprise goes into Yorktown. Total redo of Enterprise going into space dock in the third movie. Wow, it looks you, like that scene that from Galaxy Quest. Yeah, we wonder Except where they Galaxy got that Quest one was from. a parody. <laughs> and yeah. I don't, and this, the, 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 the scene in the first part with uh, Bones and Kirk where they're talking about, like, they're drinking and, you know, he's like, oh, it's your birthday and all that, blah, 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 like in Star Trek Two, where he's like, you know, damn it, Jim, why do we treat your birthday like a funeral and all that? Have some glasses. Right, have some glasses and, you know, thank you. Man, Bones should have given <laughs> some sunglasses. Right. Here, have some And Ray-Bans. he's, like, lamenting. He's like, oh, I'm another year older. It's like, dude, you're fucking 30 or whatever. <laughs> like, oh, man. It. Happy 30th birthday, Captain Kirk. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah, at the end, the gay birthday celebration. Like, that's just... That sounds like something you do with Ewoks, not... <laughs> Happy I didn't birthday! Get the, I didn't get the point of that. I I don't know. Like, I don't know. Captain Kirk, is he's happy it's his birthday now? No, it's the underscore of the loyalty and the friendship that the crew has 
for, for Kirk. But that's a payoff without a setup. Yeah, I know, but that's what it was. Well, I mean, they, he kind of did earn that then. If he, it was a happy It was a moment. setup in the fact that he saved their lives. I mean, that's <laughs> his job, though. That's his, he's, that's, he's the right, captain. Like that. You somebody, still get a pat on the back yeah. if you do a good job, somebody though. He could have just as yeah. easily been sucked out of his space and be like, oh, well, you know, it's his birthday today. Boo-hoo. Somebody who saves but your like, life if probably, he, like, you get loyalty. Life. They yeah. could have used the transporter. What is this, Mass Effect 2? Is it the loyalty mission now? Are they all better characters? If somebody <laughs> saves your life, I think you're going to show outfits. them a little deference. Yeah. It just... Oh, or the where they use the transporter, the Enterprise level transporter uh, from that era. Where if you watch that series, they never use the transporter until like the third season. To yeah, because that that ship has the old transporters. Right, because it's not supposed to use that the Enterprise starts with. Because exactly. it's like, oh, we only use these for cargo. We we can beam up a banana, but we don't right. want to beam you and up. And then they're beaming up like scores of people at the. End. Well, I think because Scotty modifies. They it. do yeah. beam Captain Archer up with it when it's still the cargo transporter, but it's like I don't know if it's going to kill him. It was risky. To yeah, do. it was yeah. risky. Felt like his insides went to. I'm a not barn criticizing dance. that. I thought it was cool, and I thought it was believable that Scotty was able to upgrade that to be a Scotty good enough can transporter. Do anything. Yeah, he can write a bad movie, too. Yeah. And then yell at Star Trek fans. Yeah, yeah. you Star Trek fans are all stupid. Sci-fi. You can orbit the Earth, too, forever. It just it breeds men-children. You're dumb. Here's my movie. No, it's, you know, maybe it, it is immature to keep liking Star Trek, you know, late into your life, but I don't really care. But if they... <clears throat> they should just offer me a good Star Trek movie. Like, they need to offer me a good story... There are grown men who work themselves up to tears because 19-year-old kids didn't move a football correctly. That's what, that's what I mean. Like, Fuck you em. know, it's like it, everybody to everybody has interest that the yeah. other people look stupid, but it doesn't really matter to me. The only thing I care about is if they need to give me a good Star Trek movie with a good plot and not just <laughs> right, not just have it be a Star Wars ripoff. Well, you're going to be waiting a while, I think then. Unfortunately, I think you're right. Yeah, because the next one, I you weren't here last week. Mm. The reputed next uh, Star Trek four, JJ Trek four is going to be about like time travel or something. Because George Kirk, played by Chris Hemsworth, your favorite guy, is going to be coming back to work with his son Jim Kirk. Oh, yeah. Whoa, does he get killed by a falling bridge at the end? Yeah, I actually give. I can see them copying like plot points. I would from, like, give them three different credits. movies. Here. I give them big credit. With that they lizard did guy that. on the microphone. Huh? I'd give them really big credit if they actually dropped the bridge on them. That would be really. I think funny. they would be. That would be a, a, a level of self awareness that has not been displayed in these movies so far. <laughs> that would be like Metatron. That would be great. I would like that. That actually, that would be funny because people hated that in general. Yeah, but it's okay as they kill George Kirk, so it doesn't matter because Jim Kirk's still alive. Right, and as far as he knew, his dad was dead anyway. Right, so, so it's, it's like matter. everything reset it buttons, status quo, <laughs> Star Trek Five. Nice. <laughs> right. what, yeah. what was that lizard guy with the microphone on the planet in the original series? The Gorn, the guy who went like, and like he threw the rock at him. Yeah, the microphone, the he Gorn. Had a, he had a microphone or something in his throat. It was a lizard. He went like, yeah. I think that was just his voice. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. maybe. The Gorn. Yeah, oh, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Where Captain Kirk makes the rudimentary cannon out of the right and kills him, and like he's like does the double fisted hit on his back. Is that like on the Simpsons where like the comic book nerd was like, all right, now you can see him switch to his like? Oh no, it was on Futurama, I think. I don't know. 
It's like you can oh. see him switch to his stunt double, and now he's back to his original oh. and back to his stunt double. And there's his coffee. That's in Galaxy Quest. What? No, not that line, but I thought you were talking about something else with the, the cannon. Because uh, he's fighting when he's fighting the big rock monster, and then. Uh, oh, uh, no, no, no. Sam Rockwell's like, look around. Can you make a rudimentary lathe out of anything? Make a cannon. Well, Justin, that's why you've got to watch all the original series. Just not only because I think they're really good, but if you just want to watch it for a laugh, the mm-hmm. fight scenes in a lot of them are just <laughs> hilarious. Right. Like, like the like you can see like the cuts where the stunt doubles there, and then it's like the normal. Yeah, guy. I've seen like random gifts of that, and like there's this one where like Furbies fall out of the ceiling or something like yeah, that. Yeah, oh, the tribbles. tribbles. Yes, tribbles. Yeah. trouble with tribbles. The best fight is Captain Kirk versus Khan though right where he he actually pulls out like a plastic pipe and like beats Khan with like a little plastic pipe out of the plywood set just pulls it out and starts hitting him on the head with it and Khan's like no stop I'm defeated or where Khan crushes the phaser in his oh, hand the, the paper mache like, phaser like oh, I'm so strong yeah the fights are really good or when Kirk fights his like when they split in half oh evil it's like, like the evil guy yeah. With, like, the rape face and like, the normal guy. <laughs> and they're fighting, and you can tell it's a stunt double because his hair is, like, completely different. Or you can tell when it's the, the mid-season break because William Shatner's, right. like, super fat. He's a little chubby. And then he's back to being, like, ripped, and his shirt comes off again. Yeah. Too much craft services. Picard doesn't fight nearly as much as Kirk. That's, I think that's, that's one of the things that he has in his favor. He was urbane. Picard. Well, Kirk has it in his favor that he fights more. I, no, I was say, say it's funny. Yeah. Picard's kind of a pussy, really. Like, No, he's not a pussy. I think he just, he's just... All right, so what, what's rating we give this uh, movie? I give it a 2 out of 5. So did I. 2.5. Wow. What? Charity. Yeah. Charity picking. Justin. Charity. Jeez. I didn't hate it, okay? I'm going to give it a 1.5 to make the average 2. Wow. Wow. Jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Got you. That's about sure right, though. <coughs> well, there's nothing really to say about it other than... It sucked. Look forward to Star Trek Four. 